Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Happy football season. Absolutely. Happy Last football week. to you, Phil. Yeah. Uh, happy football. Happy football to us all. Everybody in my office left quite early today because we were recording this on a Thursday. Right. And the, everyone said, I gotta go watch the things. Yeah. The games. The games. Absolutely. There are games go watch tonight. The matches. Is there two games tonight? No, I think it's just the one. Patriots, Steelers. And there were people in my office being like, Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. You know who didn't leave your office early to get to the game? Tom Brady. Roger Goodell. Oh. That's who. Roger Baddell. He might not have been at your office, but he also wouldn't have left early because he didn't go to the game. I would believe it. A little statement of protest after he lost the legal legal appeal. Aw, that's too bad. That's too bad. Aw. So is he going to send someone else? Uh, What's he gonna do? I, I believe there will be some NFL representatives there. Is, is Roger Goodell just like pacing around his office? Going, oh, I don't yeah, he's probably going. I don't even. I don't <laughs> want to be there. I don't me. even like football. Thursday yeah. night football. I'm having a fun time here. <laughs> I can do it on my own. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel's today. And Mentos, the fresh maker. Additionally, other things. Really fell off there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, they paid for that last uh, that plus plug. <laughs> yeah, they Long did. Once the check clears, yep. what they do at that time is there. Hey, yeah. other things is going to be a very successful startup. <laughs> other things. Yeah, that sounds like a special needs school. Yeah, <laughs> sit, please. Sit I'm amazed that Mentos dropped "Feel the Rush in Your Mouth." Oh, that's right. They did the Fresh yeah. Maker. I thought that was weird. That was a retro. It's vintage. Yeah, a it's very throwback. vintage. Yeah, everyone's they, doing it. They might have realized that feel the rush in the mouth had certain connotations that were not. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, Johnny Manziel and Tim Tebow. Please step forward if you're not a starting NFL quarterback. Okay, that's both of you. Now step <laughs> forward if you're on an NFL roster. Oh, not so fast, Tim Tebow. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, first, uh, Johnny Manziel, Mr. Football to you and I, an easy paycheck to his entourage, has been mm. sidelined with elbow tendonitis. Oh, Elbow tendonitis. Joel had this in college. Oh, ah, there we go. From cranking that yeah. crank. <laughs> uh, he was shut down for, uh, from throwing for two weeks, uh, but now he's back. And Cleveland Browns head coach and guy who's two years away from being burned in effigy in Cleveland... Mike Pettin, <laughs> calmed the Browns fans, explaining uh, that Mr. Football should be good to go on Sunday, yeah. and that's good to go to be Josh McCown's backup for the first game of the season. <laughs> good. I could do that, yeah. too. Because that's what Browns fans wanted to hear. Don't worry. The huge first-round draft pick we signed is healthy enough to back up starting quarterback <laughs> Josh McCown. Yeah. Sure. Well, I, I don't mean, get it. Josh McCown is a really good quarterback. 
Yeah. So you know, like like to have to be his backup, it's 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 like being nominated for an Oscar. It's he like, has oh, the name Cow in his name. Cowen. Cowen. Now, Jordan, please tell me that this elbow injury is not going to affect any of Johnny Football's legendary accuracy and zip <laughs> on his passes. Well, see, that's the thing is, some people believe that eventually Johnny Football will take over for Josh McCown. But people believe a lot of things in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah, so. Now, Tim Tebow, he's cut from the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. He's switching over to something a little more his speed. College football. Good. Yeah. Does he have eligibility left? No. You might he, think about taking it. He's returning uh, as an analyst for ESPN's SEC Network. Ooh. Ah, analyst. He'll be back on SEC Nation this Saturday, where, as an analyst on a regional cable network pregame show, he's kind of like a third-string quarterback for the Eagles. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively. Come. You're going to get, get more to face sit time. around it's and ma- talk. Could you call it maybe analogous? Yeah. Yeah. You can't spell anal- analyst without analysis. Huh? Can't, you can't spell. Mm. I mean, you, you can. You can't spell analyst. There's an extra oh, yeah. IS there at the end that you, you can, can't you can spell it Dead air. <laughs> you can't spell without spelling, guys. Hey, guys, no. how, how do you describe college radio in five words? Dead air. Um, dead air. Right. Yeah, we heard oh, that. Oh, God. What? Uh, okay. So, anyway, uh, of course, uh, this was all set up when Tebow first left his job on the SEC network to sign with the Eagles in April. ESPN told uh, him, in between stifled laughter, that he could always come back if it didn't work out in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> For real. You can come. You can come back if it. <laughs> If for some reason, <laughs> it, like, okay, like, if it doesn't, if you don't happen to be a quarterback in the NFL, maybe you can just come back and, like, be on TV. I don't, like, maybe again. Sorry. I, I thought I'd do it with a straight face. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys get injured, you know, maybe that's going to be it. Because he is going to be the quarterback? No, because no, they knew he would come back. Oh, he's go. not going to come back. I like to think this was like a father to his son. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Tim, we support you, but the NFL is a very competitive field. Yeah. There's only 32 of these big jobs, and neither myself or your Uncle Alan have any contacts in this business. Oh, <laughs> that's tough. I know. My Uncle Alan had tons of contacts I in know. the NFL. <laughs> would have would have helped if you were even a little bit athletic. But I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, and, that makes it tough for people like me. <laughs> even Jordan's got a backwards tiger cap on right now, yeah, and you've got do. a Detroit Tiger shirt on. I've got no, I've got a button-up. Well, that's you and your, your personality so buttoned up. There's a up. distinct lack of diversity in the NFL, really. Like, their uh, inability... Do, do tell, no, Joel. Their, their inability to recruit any people uh, lacking in athleticism. I feel like uh, you know is is over the years been horrifying. I want to go pick it. Yeah, no unathletics playing in NFL jerseys. It's, it's a shame yeah. they're gonna have to change that. Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And Mentos, proud sponsor of the Colgate Comedy Hour. <laughs> and additionally. Other stuff. The startup of the future. Wow. So they've already transitioned from other things to other stuff. Yeah, yeah. they did. They wow. rebranded. They, they rebranded uh, other that's stuff. That's life in the valley. Yeah, that is. They yeah. pivoted. Things they going pivoted. You got it. It's important. Silicon Beach out here. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a, 
It's glass mostly, right? Oh man, now no, I have the dead air one. Now you silicon yeah. in the beach, right? Silica. Hey Sand. Jordan, how do you define college radio in one fart noise? <laughs> <laughs> and was, news, news, news. That was better than my joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's on the show today? Uh, well, it's our our big NFL show, so we're gonna have on former NFL wide receiver Chris Carter. Oh, he got in some hot water. A little bit. He was. I, I would assume he's coming on to clear the air. He, there was blockage in the air. After Whoa! What he said time to clear that. And he's here to clear it. Yeah. So he's he he was talking to a group of NFL rookies, and it was being recorded. And he was recording on the series a, of microphones that we have in every room. Yes, I mean yeah. we got it on our microphones, but it was also being filmed. Got onto the ah. internet, and it was him telling the rookies that like hey, you got to have a guy in your entourage who's your fall guy. Like if you oh. want to roll with with me and all my money, we got to have one guy who's the designated fall guy. And there was, you know, some people sort of implying that he was assuming a degree of illegal activity in the part of uh the rookie so I and think he's, he's right yeah he but he some people felt like that was dubious advice and and he's here to clear the air right and we also have james blake who was recently arrested and i, I believe he's claiming the cops were being racist is that correct absolutely no. oh, mixed yes. race tennis player james blake once ranked number four in the world uh you know, he was, like, arrested and thrown to the ground by the NYPD Oof. Oof. Uh, in, a, in a terrible case of mistaken identity. And he's here to um, – I'm sorry, it's not James Blake. Uh, we have the arresting officer here. Oh, much better. Yes. Okay, oh. phew. Well, wait, finally his side of the story. Right. Yeah. What was, what was we've his heard, name, We've Bill? heard by James Blake. Yeah. Oh, he's called Detective Anonymous. Detective Anonymous. Yeah, he doesn't want to be – he doesn't want people to know who oh, he is. Oh, oh hang on. I'm going to check the notes real quick. Uh, it looks like he is, he is here to clear the air. Okay, okay great. Right. <laughs> great. Because Blake I was going to say, James yeah. Blake had no air to clear. No, James, James the Blake officer was, has a lot well, he of has dirty lot of air. air. Yeah. Man, that's a perfect segment for an NFL show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely it. Hey, Phil, do we have a wide world of weird sports? You're goddamn right we do. Yeah, news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Guy who punched Geno Smith is totally suspended. What? Oops. Subheadline. HR rep to employee. You're not leaving me much choice here. <laughs> Fair. How are the Bills going to get by without him? Well, I.K. Enempali, the guy who sucker punched Geno Smith in the fucking face, Yikes. was suspended for four games by the NFL. They say NFL or GenFL. You said NFL. <laughs> it sounded like I said GenFL. Like the next gen of the NFL is yeah. GenFL. GenFL, bro. This has football fans who love the theatrics of the sport calling it just another example of the no fun league. Yeah. Boo. You can't if you can't cold cock a teammate in the locker room, I don't know, you know what's yeah. left. It's like touchdown dancing. Yeah. yeah. If you can't beat them, join them. What? No. Anyway. Well, uh, I don't so, think he's allowed to join Geno Smith. That's the whole point. Oh, he beat that's him, fair. And then he wasn't allowed to join him. Sure. And Empoli and, and was cut with cause immediately by the Jets, <laughs> yep. which had to see, uh, which he had to see coming. You see, I didn't think that they could cut anybody because I was led to believe that once you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way <laughs> from your first cigarette <laughs> to your last dying day. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Oh. It's the most recent collective bargaining agreement they got rid That's of that. That's fair. That's right. They had to get rid of that clause. Uh, he was uh, he was picked up by uh, Rex Ryan's Buffalo Bills, uh, primarily because Rex Ryan is an asshole. Yeah. Fair. Uh, he was cut by the Bills after preseason and added to their practice squad to make sure he had a job after a rocky preseason, but mostly because Rex Ryan is an asshole. Yeah. Sure. 
Uh, Geno Smith has said he won't press charges over the punch, but he will miss the start of the regular season. Of course, this is paraphrased because when Geno Smith said it, it sounded like this. All right, we're on top of that. Yep. <laughs> the NFL cited a violation of the pers- personal conduct policy in suspending Adam Polly, which you uh, might think would have elicited the response, yeah, got me. <laughs> but instead, Adam Polly is appealing. Really? Yes, using the pro bono help of Sparky Ryan, a high-powered defense attorney and cousin of noted asshole Rex <laughs> Ryan. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Rex Ryan is taking this one to the hilt. Annual report from the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sport News. Oh, are they are they addressing the lack of athletic people in the NFL? They're not. Oh, okay. Are they uh, addressing the lack of Antarcticans in the? <laughs> no, no, they're not. But now that you bring that up, that's very yeah va- valid. I think so. When is there going to be an Antarctic American playing in the NFL? You tell me that. Tomorrow, hopefully, after they hear this podcast and the people rise up. <laughs> Subheadline, nope, none. <laughs> now, this is a report that's done by the uh, Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports. Yep. Uh-huh. And they gave the NFL an A grade for racial hiring. That- Yay! Yay! It's the sixth consecutive A that they've received in racial hiring. Hey! That's good. Presumably, they're talking about the coaches? Uh, and uh, general managers on oh, the okay, executive yeah. level as well. The report, oh, and also the the institute of the self, the NFL. Yeah, mm. in, in the the, uh, uh, the mothership, as it were. <laughs> Do they, mm. they include the players in this? Because that's no, yeah. no, <laughs> few. Uh, the, the report gave the NFL a C plus for gender hiring. Oh. Boo! <laughs> Just, they got that coach in Arizona, Doctor Richard Lapchick. The author of the study told the Associated Press that the NFL increased hiring of women after the Ray Rice domestic abuse case and explained, because optics. <laughs> ah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, One of the reasons, he was quoted as saying, one of the reasons the Ray Rice story was handled, the way it was handled, was because there wasn't a significant number of women advisors in the league office, as well as on the teams. And I think we can all agree that certainly one <laughs> of the reasons the Ray Rice story was handled the yeah. way it was handled. That is a, a slice of that... Horrible, awful decision-making pie. I don't, sure. Yeah, I don't know that having additional female idiots present to help the male idiots would have changed the decision that much at all. Right. No, I believe and in I idiot equality. Yeah, competent males probably could have figured that one out. I think that you can be as big of an idiot as a man as you can as a woman because yes. I'm equal opportunity. Absolutely. There, there were 31 women who serve as vice presidents in the league office now, up from 21... In 2014, that is a top-heavy company. They came up with they came up yeah. with ten more. Of course, it should be noted that five of the new hires are named Cinnamon, Misty, Ginger, <laughs> Tits, and Crystal. Yeah, ah. all of which were only part-time employees. And one source explained that the rest of the time they worked at the gentlemen's club on the same block as the NFL headquarters. That's funny. Those well, don't sound like stripper just a names. Coincidence. Yeah, uh, I, I'd have to assume that the NFL executives are not making it down to the strip club. They're well, I'm going to have to call my my lawyer Cinnamon Lipschitz. 
On the other hand, it should be noted that the five other new hires were named Edith, Helen, Geraldine, Maud, and Harriet, and all of them were also only part-time employees. And one source explained that the rest of the time, they worked at the Mrs. Fields Cookies on the same block as the Ah, NFL headquarters. That makes more sense. sense, See, Cinnamon should work at the Mrs. Fields. (laughs) Right? That would make way more sense. Let me ask you something. If you have 31 vice presidents, does that mean if the president dies, there's just a battle royale? For, for for who gets to be the next president? No, the owners select a commissioner, Joel. That makes oh. sense. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, name omitted uh, to protect his identity. He's told us that he's going to drop some truth bombs here. I'd prefer that you use the name I gave you, Detective- Officer Anonymous. All right, Officer, Officer Anonymous. Now you're, uh- Appreciate it. You're an officer with the New York Police Department? Officer with the New York Police Department. The right. NYPD? The NYPD Blue. And you My are favorite actually, show. Yeah, you are the arresting officer who uh, apparently physically assaulted uh, former tennis player James Blake. I did. Uh, and arrested him uh, without cause. Well, a lot of people say it was racially motivated. That, that, is, that is exactly what a lot of people are saying. Uh, the NYPD can, has a history, and James Blake himself is a, a biracial. Yeah, he's, he's a fellow that's half black and half white. Yeah. Two races in one. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to come in, clear the air. <laughs> well, that's what we this do This is the here. place to do it. Thank this you. This is the place to do it, officer. I was told that as soon as the controversy started, they said, you have to go on the Sports 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 podcast and clear the air. You have a great PR rep. I yep. do. Uh, PR rep anonymous. Yes. <laughs> okay. But, but I just want to say it was not racially motivated. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just hate tennis players. Hmm. Okay. So, well, so I'm s- tennis racist if tennis players were a race, well, but it's not. They're not. So I'm not a racist. Almost a race. No, it, no, it, no. A type of athlete cannot be. I mean, be I mean, in the sense that they're mostly. Wild. That's kind of like saying that I'm against people who are murderers. Yeah, I'm against rocket racket jockeys. Racket. Okay, that. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it sounds should. like a racial slur. Yeah, but yeah. I, no, I feel it's like just we should bleep that. No, no, no. I can't turn on my TV without seeing a couple of net hitters. <laughs> All right, on the screen, running around. In their little short shorts, yeah. Well, people cheer for them. Here makes me sick. Here's an idea: don't watch ESPN two. Yeah. No, don't that- watch ESPN two. I'd like to see a human being try and survive without at least flipping through ESPN two and seeing a bunch of those serve herders. Serve herder. Serve herders. Now wait, is this? Are these? Are these? I've never heard these slurs before. Are these yeah. ones that you say, or oh, it- I'm gonna have to invite you to some rallies. Wait, do fellow officers officers feel the same way about this as you toward tennis players? Look, I am Officer Anonymous, so I don't want to name names. (laughs) He said there's rallies. So is that the one where they they show up at somebody's house and burn a racket in their front yard? Is that the... Oh, (laughs) we still don't know what anonymous people are doing that. Yeah. No, no, no. There's there uh, the other officers, some of them actually appreciate these fuzzy ball lovers... Right. Well, they're great they'll, athletes. They'll say it out loud, but there are a subset of us that every single time we see one of those polo backs walking down the street, right? <laughs> we just want to tackle them to the ground and cuff them and go, "Oops, my mistake. It wasn't." Why do you? Why would you want to do that towards tennis players? 
What what about yeah, what, him? What, what about him? I, I mean, I, don't get, I, don't, I feel like I'm this not, is a cultural gap that we could bridge. That maybe it's something that you don't understand about them, or something yeah. they don't understand about you. Have I'm, you ever met a tennis player before, Jordan? Uh, a like couple, a not a lot. Player. No, not certainly yeah, not. In high school, was certainly not any serious. Ones. Oh well, then you know what I'm talking about. Constantly no. bouncing the ball a few times before they throw it in the air and swing over their head to knock it across the over well, the net. Yeah, they do do that. And then the I other person that. hits the ball back. It's a waste of time. It's wasteful. They should go get jobs. For I mean, some it's a reason, stereotype, but yeah, get a real but job. That's exactly that's what happens with most of the tennis players. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, go get real jobs. But somehow coming from his voice, it just sounds terrible. Right. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of they're they're a bunch of uh, net rushers, okay, right? That bunch of net rushers <laughs> out there playing a little their silly little game while there's people starving in Africa, which I'm against because I'm not racist. <laughs> I don't I don't understand that. Um, yeah. However, I, I guess I want to ask you: Is this a problem isolated to tennis athletes for you? Do yeah. you have problems with any other athletes? Of I only have problems with one other. It's that. Uh, it's about half the problem I have with tennis players. What's that? Okay. Ping pong players. <laughs> Ping pong players, a bunch of paddle paddle junkers. <laughs> bunch of paddle junkers on their little wooden tables, knocking a ball hain and twain all day <laughs> while there are Americans dying in Afghanistan. Okay, I don't right. think anyone's playing ping pong all day. All day, they sit and play. <laughs> Every time I see them on ESPN3, all I could think of is my father could have died in World War II if he didn't have the ankle thing. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, do you... An ankle thing? Yeah. Oh, like a hurt ankle. Oh, my yeah. gosh. How, well, how did how he did hurt he... his ankle? Well, it's a long story. He was playing tennis, wasn't it? He was playing tennis. <laughs> yeah, that's what we thought. All right. Well, hey, it's been great having you on, officer. Yeah. You know what? It's been it a pleasure to come on and clear the air. <laughs> yeah, and if you're has. a tennis player out there, watch your back, because I'll arrest you too, and I'll reach into your little tiny short shorts to take out the extra two backup balls that you have in there and rub them in your stupid face. Thanks again, officer. Go anonymous. NYPD Blue. Oh, by the way, uh, love your police officers, because we're the good guys. What's up with all the police hate lately? Joining us now on the podcast is NFL Hall of Fame great Chris Carter. Chris, hi, great to hi, have Chris. you. On. Hey there, great to be in the podcast. Great to be in the podcast, guys. Now, yep. cr Chris, we don't need to tell you why you're here, but we're going to reset it for everyone I else. I believe I'm anyway. here to clear the air. Right? Oh, good. You told Air's NFL all blocked rookies. Up. You're not going to be able symposium. to get any passes through the air. You said, "I know you're not at home doing Bible study." Yeah. That you're going to go out and have friends. Because they're not. I, Let's be honest. They're not. Right. And you they're out there going to clubs. They're out there getting drunk. Yep. They're out there, you know, driving home. And yeah. I, I said, you Wait, know what? getting drunk and then driving home? Yeah. They Dangerous. Do that sometimes. And that's, Living that's on I the said, edge. Hey, you've got to have a fall guy. you got to have a guy in your entourage who, if he wants to hang out with you, if he wants to be there with you for all the fun times that your money's buying, you gotta you got to know ahead of time. you got to be like, you know what? You, Harry... You're the guy who takes the fall. Oh, that's terrible. Don't you think that's ethically dubious on a variety of levels? Absolutely not. Look, I, I just believe in I believe in absolutely doing things. Not. <laughs> absolutely not. Listen. You said that with such absolute confidence when it's something that I have to admit absolutely might be a bit strong. No, absolutely. Might be time for a nuanced view. <laughs> yeah. Listen, here's the thing. You just got to be ready for what's coming. 
That's all I'm saying. Is he, these kids are about they're about to play in the league, the National Football League, and a lot of stuff's gonna be coming at them, and they gotta be ready for it. That's why I said, listen, you gotta have a fall guy. You know what else you gotta have? What? You gotta have a way to launder money. Okay? Whoa! You gotta, whoa. No, you, you gotta, gotta have to launder an money. offshore Cayman account. No. You gotta have a Swiss account. No, you, you don't. You gotta be able to move money back and forth between the two of them. You gotta know that you gotta do it in dominations of less than $10,000 so it doesn't get flagged. I don't wanna tell you how to do your job, but I'm about to. So, what you should do instead of that is tell them just to not commit crimes. Yeah, just, you know, pay your taxes, hey, no, listen, report hey, the money. That it you- would be great if they did not commit crimes. But given that, you know, they're not at home studying their Bible all the time, we gotta, we gotta be ready for this. Why aren't they studying their Bible? It's a good book. It's the good book. It is the good book. And I, it guided me. But you know what? When I was young, I was dumb. I did a lot of things I wish I hadn't done. Like what? I was a cocaine mule from Columbia. Whoa! Holy crap. And that's what I'm saying. Listen, you don't... You don't go into things thinking you're going to be a cocaine mule, but you know what? If that's what happens, you got to know things like more than more than 15 balloons in your anal cavity, you're going to start walking funny. You're going to be walking funny. You're going to flag customs right away. I would say right? one balloon in my anal yeah, cavity, these, I'd be walking these, funny. This, is this more advice that you gave to the rookies? Well, this is important advice, yeah. This is, this is the sort of stuff that I'm telling them. <sighs> like, I, another thing. Listen, if you are going to support financially... A Central American dictator, okay? Whoa. You want to make sure that he does not have the sort of leftist politics that's going to draw ire from the U.S. State Department. Okay? You want to make sure that he's coming from the the paramilitary right-wing side of things. That's how you're going to wind up being okay. I cannot tell you how many NFL rookies I have seen ruin what could be a budding career, what could be a successful career by supporting communist governments in Central America. They just shouldn't. They just shouldn't do that. Maybe this is an an occasion, again, where we should say, hey, don't get involved in Central American politics. Right, exactly. But, I mean, you could say that, but they're not sitting at home studying their Bible all the time. Inevitably, I'm going to stop these you. Guys are going to get involved in politics and Central I know, America. I know they're not studying their Bible, but isn't there anything in between? Like, don't play too many video games; it'll ruin your eyes. Or okay, yeah. Well, you got to be careful not to do that. You don't want to ruin your eyes with video games. Well, see, if you would have said that, you would have been in trouble. That's another good one. That's I don't know. That that's right. okay. <laughs> so, so along those lines, in terms of protecting your eyes, yeah. Okay, you're always going to want to wear like a welder's mask when you're cutting up a body. Because oh even my though God. they are dead, there is going to be some spray coming off of that thing. Especially if you have not studied anatomy, so you know how to get into the joints in the right places Ugh. and cut through those ligaments. What do you... What, what, no, Chris Who's Carter, killing people? You're a Hall of Fame wide receiver. You should have no need to kill anyone. You, well, I, you're I, I, great. Absolutely. You're preaching to the choir. But listen, you know, you're a young kid. You're in your early 20s. Inevitably, inevitably... You're going to engage in in sort of a weird, perverted journey of being a serial killer across the Midwest. You know what, though? When I was in my early 20s, I actually was a serial killer for a little while. It happens. I wish someone would have given me this advice. And you you don't want to have home studying your Bible, Phil. Uh, while I was in my early 20s, what did you expect me to do? Sit at home and study my Bible? Well, you know, when I was in my early 20s... I really got involved in Central American politics when I was in there my you, go. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, yeah. I totally get where you're coming from now. It was kind now. of like, a, you know, uh, you know I'd go phase. out on the week. I'd work all week. Right. Not making a lot of money. On the yeah. weekends, I'd just get really into Central American politics. I see. You know what? Thank you. This is what I'm here for. Because you know what? I had a friend. I had a friend when I first came into the league. Mm-hmm. All right? He was a very talented tight end. Okay? okay. Could have had a very successful career. But you know what? This guy was leaving bodies whole and storing them in a crawl space. And people found out 
whole thing in the news with them pulling him out of the crawl space. And I was just like, this is why, A, you got to have a fall guy. Right, be, right. I'm the one who hit those bodies in the crawl space. And B, you got to cut them up right. And C, you got to have an escape route to a Central American country without an extradition treaty set up ahead of time. Without all of that, I mean, could have had a very successful NFL career. Can I subscribe to your newsletter? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. This has been the most enlightening interview I've ever been a part of. You know, and I realize now my mistakes with sponsoring the guys with the Marxist politics versus mm-hmm. the paramilitary. Mm-hmm. Right. God, That's... you should have thought of that. Oh, my. Thank you so much, Chris. That's what I'm here for. Thanks for coming all on right. the show. Go, go football. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U.co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post so make sure to sign up through sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? Weird. This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, <laughs> the trick play. Just in general? Wow, this is a... of the trick play? There's a Wikipedia article just called Trick Play. I think this is when uh, the this critics a, say they got a little too broad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this, well, it's just like, It's like when uh, Iron Chef America first started. I was like, going to say, it's like when Iron Chef they were America like, first, first started. started yeah. yeah, is cheese. And you're just like, what? No. Right. Well, this one is super specific, y'all. Okay. Yep. A trick play, also known as a gadget play or gimmick play, is a play in American football that uses deception and unorthodox strategies to fool the opposing team. I'm going to say this is actually a long overdue wide world of weird sports. I would say it is yes, the There is a right? bunch of classic trick plays. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Trick play is often risky, offering the potential for a large gain or a touchdown if it is successful, but the chance of a significant loss of yards or a turnover if not. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about an Apple turnover. I'm talking about the other people getting the ball. Here's this the is Phil Ranta, NBC News, <laughs> New York. Coach loves Apple turnovers. He does. But he hates football turnovers. Oh, hates them. Can't take them. Uh, trick plays are uh, rarely used, not only because of the riskiness, but also to maintain the element of surprise for when they are used. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, trick plays take advantage of the fact that nearly all American football plays are either a pass from the quarterback or a run by the halfback. As a result, defenses will not think pass when a quarterback has the ball and run when a running... Oh, defenses will think pass when the quarterback has the ball and run when the running back has it. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they respond by quickly changing position and attempt to block further motion of the offense's players. And trick plays depart from these expectations, attempting to have defenses move into positions to uh, block the wrong play. Yeah. Wow. This is this is an incredibly convoluted way to describe a trick play. Well, they tend to only to work the person who wrote this and tell him he or she is not very good. Well, there's two different... Uh, well, how about this, then? Because it actually goes even deeper into what a trick play is. But instead... <laughs> oh, good! <laughs> why, don't, why don't we just read about the common trick plays? Yeah, let's go straight to the plays. Ooh. All right, here we go. Number one, the play-action pass. Okay. That's not... Yeah, that's... Hardly a trick play. Well, it's one of the most common forms of deception. Uh, one of the most common plays, period. Well, it's commonly referred to as the play-fake 
Which yeah. sounds like a trick. Right? All right. It is called a play fake. Yeah. This type of play, after the snap, the quarterback appears to hand the ball to the halfback, will then simulate running the ball. Still in possession of the ball, the quarterback will then attempt to complete Let's a pass play. Keep going. Fine. <laughs> Draws. Keep wait, going. No, wait. No. <laughs> yep. Draws is the draws same. Draws is considered a, a draw. is in, senses, uh, in be, essence the opposite of a play a, action because pass. It uses because it can deception. Be yeah. After a snap, oh, yeah. the quarterback simulates the action of a pass. Including dropping back, leaning on the rest of the running quarterback. Back. Will then hand off the ball to the running back, and the ball, the running back. Let's, hey, I'm the sports real, outsider. This is all amazing. Yeah. There's, there's you're like ones. seeing you're you're having yeah. Christmas morning for the first time with right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm still excited about they these. Make things. Are, like they're gonna pass. He's been dead the whole time. Right. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld watching it in the Sixth Sense. Yeah. <laughs> he's been dead the whole time. No, then his going. reading glasses break. I want to get to some of the classic, like real trick plays. Okay, end arounds. Nope, keep going. Reverse. Oh my! Same God. as an end around. Double pass. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. hear about the double pass. Essentially, a reverse conducted with a with lateral passes instead of handoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you 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 throw it to keep going. There's better one. Half back pass. Yep. I mean, that's. I, mean, th- I thought that would be the first one that you brought up. Right. Yep. You started this list of basic trick plays. I thought halfback pass would be the first because I did was not thinking draw. Right. Yeah. In in fairness, as they categorize the trick play, those are plays that were right because they're line Halfback pass. Yep. Wide receiver pass. Who here's one for you? The flea flicker. Now the now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. In the flea flicker, a ball is passed or tossed to a player to begin what appears to be a typical rush. The rusher soon laterals it back to the quarterback, oh. and the quarterback can then pass. Yep, that's a that's that's a doozy. A lot of whoopty doops. Yep. Yeah, love a flea flicker. How yeah. about this one? The reverse flea flicker. How would? Isn't that just a pass to the running back? As the name implies, this uh, is a combination of a reverse and a flea flicker. After one or more reverse oh. handoffs, the ball is lateraled back to the quarterback, who then looks for an open receiver downfield. It's one of those, you make it look like the double reverse, but he dumps it off the QB instead. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all uh, right. This one, the halfback direct snap. Yep, all right. Yep. These are plays usually run from a shotgun formation, uh, also known as the wildcat offense formation, where someone other than the quarterback, usually but not always the halfback, takes the snap. Great, from the start, the offense may begin a running play. on this that we've seen recently is the one where the quarterback starts to walk off to the sideline going like, I don't know what the play is. And then the defense is like, oh, they're not going to. And then they snap it right to the running back and, and go for it. That's smart. Yeah. Very wise. Uh, dual quarterbacks. <laughs> the offense brings two quarterbacks onto the field for a play. What? So it looks like they've made a colossal air. Huge. <laughs> This is typically utilized Jim, when the team's second or third string here? quarterback has a dual threat ability, confusing the defense as to how the play will develop and who will be passing the ball. Who will be passing the ball? Uh, teams may keep one of the quarterbacks far wide as a receiver and throw the screen pass to him uh, on a double uh, pass play where he then throws deep downfield or across the field to the scrambling quarterback. Sure thing. What about the hook and lateral, guys? Oh, the yeah. hook and ladder. Yeah. Uh, also known as the hook and ladder. Thanks for the spoiler, Joel. <laughs> uh, involves a lateral pass after a completed forward pass. Mm-hmm. Most common variant of this play involves a receiver who runs a curl pattern. Yeah. All right. And then there's a, there's a bunch of uh, fakes. 
uh, here. Well, let's, uh, there should be the Fumble Ruski in there, right? Fumble Ruski is in there. Statue yeah. of Liberty, Bounce Ruski, Fake Punt, Fake Field Goal, Fake Procedure, Fake Spike. All right, that brings it into another wide world of Weird Sports! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close of the sports. Sports! Sports! Podcast, but before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. All right, you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, please follow and please give us some comments. We enjoy them. Uh, you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast or check out our Facebook. Where we're posting our hilarious take on sports articles at facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Hey guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Uh, so I'm sorry. I was just walking by the break room. Jean was in there. It's pronounced Jean. Yeah. But, uh, he was just, he was working on, he was playing the ping pong table. Uh, and it looked like somebody was beating him with a nightstick. That was probably Officer Anonymous. That yeah. that would seem to be like that would track in terms. That of, would track in terms of what was said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to check. Okay. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com. dot